The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Hey, are you a jock that likes comics? Are you a nerd that likes comics? Do you feel left out sometimes? Well, then we've got the show for you. I'm Imran. And I'm Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we host the Jock and Nerd podcast at jockandnerd.com. If you're looking for fun, entertaining, laugh-out-loud geek chat over all the latest Marvel DC shows and news, visit jockandnerd.com. Full spoiler podcast, lots of swearing. Uh, you're such a jock. You're such a nerd. Oh, come on. Shut up, nerd. Okay. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek, myself, Mike. And joining us, because uh, we're going to have a good time, uh, just <laughs> sort of like what we did on uh, Wookie Radio earlier this week, Derek. Um, except we have someone different. Um, she is the editor-in-chief of the pod. Yeah. What, Derek? I was going to say, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Yes. <laughs> um, she is the editor, and you can hear her laughing. Uh, she is editor-in-chief for the Pop Insider. And for those of you who don't know, the Pop Insider is a daily news or review site for everything there is to know about your favorite items in the pop culture properties. You know, we're talking Star Wars, Doctor Who, Star Trek, etc., etc. Um, and they regularly report on every piece of merchandise inspired by the biggest fandoms you could think of. And again, like I said, we have Editor-in-Chief Ali Burjeski. How's everyone doing? Oh, doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, it is our pleasure. Um, So, tell us, before we get into Toy Fair, tell us a little bit about what you do at the Pop Insider. So as you mentioned, so lovely, uh, we have a, a full website that runs daily reviews. Uh, we have news going up all of the time, uh, but we cover everybody's favorite fandom. So whether you love Disney or uh, Star Wars or DC Comics or Doctor Who, it's all on there. Um, we're big Harry Potter fans in the office. I think that would probably be our, be our resounding favorite. Um, so 
we're kind of obsessed with everything you're obsessed with. So we like to be your friends in the know who give you the first look at everything. It sounds like my daughter would fit in. <laughs> uh, last year, she had a Harry Potter birthday party. Well, 2018, she had a Harry Potter birthday party. What she had uh, this year? This last year, she had a donut party. Uh, but shortly after the party, she goes. She woke me up one morning on Sunday, and she goes, "Daddy, I got something to tell you." And she's kind of chuckling. <laughs> and my wife goes, "It's okay. He's not going to be mad." I'm like, "What's up, honey?" She goes, "Daddy, I still love Star Wars. I love Harry Potter more than I love Star Wars." I'm like, oh no! I'm okay with it. She's being true to herself. <laughs> But she's <laughs> followed up. True. But she followed back up again with, "But Daddy, I still love Star Wars, but Harry Potter's first. Oh, cool. What house is she in? Does she know what house she's in? Uh, she claims to be Gryffindor. Mm. That's what she wants to be. Uh, she's still too. <laughs> she's still too young to do any of the to do the the true Pottermore test. Uh, yeah. My wife is Gryffindor. I'm Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Slytherin. Ah, every every test I take, and I'm proud of it. I am. <laughs> when when I took the actually, I think every test I've taken, I've come out Ravenclaw. Um, when I did the, you remember the Harry Potter spells game for the mole? Oh, mm-hmm. I was Ravenclaw yeah. there. The new mystery game, I'm Ravenclaw there. Uh, my daughter does have that one on her phone. I think she came out Gryffindor on it. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm pretty solid Ravenclaw. Yeah, I'm well, okay if she that. likes Harry Potter and donuts, I think that she would fit in well at the Pop Insider team. So, <laughs> awesome. So, um, now are you just with Pop Insider, or do you also edit for the Toy Insider, the sister? Yeah, sister side. I I do both. So the Toy Insider is more of a site for uh, parents, grandparents, and caregivers that are looking to buy toys for kids. Okay. Whereas the Pop Insider, we say, are for uh, adults looking to buy toys for themselves. Ah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's a different kind of audience, a different kind of voice, but we're all run by the I same. I don't know team. anybody like that. <laughs> I don't think we resemble that remark at all, there, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we have a little bit of a, a roadmap uh, provided to us by Elizabeth from your PR team, which was helpful when we had Madeline on on Wookie Radio, by the way. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's just one of those. It's, it's good to know, OK, what direction and what other thoughts can we go in? Um, you've got started for us trends and it's slicing. Slicing. Yeah, that was a big trend. We're calling it slicing that we saw at Toy Fair. Um, and what that is, it's when a company will take a license and instead of having a master toy partner for let's say uh star wars or the mandalorian they'll have they'll split up their licensing a bunch uh to a bunch of different companies so it's getting um so niche now in licensing where it used to be everybody would have a master toy partner and they would make play sets and figures and plush and everything for one property but now it's getting to be such a a niche thing that even for something like Fortnite you have two different companies making figures in two different scales uh, right and so this this is like a really big thing where we'll see sort of um I wouldn't say it's not the same products, but it's uh, very similar products to each other being produced by different companies, which is a good and a bad thing. Okay. Now we had, we had Madeline give us a definition for it on Wookie Radio. For those who don't listen to Wookie Radio, shame on you if you don't. Um, yeah, well. Explain to our listeners, our quote unquote citizens, what, <laughs> since we're going on that um, Geek Revolution theme, 
explain what um, Master Toy Partner is. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. So um, when a when a, pro- a company is looking to give a property a uh, like a toy line, they'll sign on one uh, company like Spin Master, Hasbro, Mattel that will produce um, most of their toys. So they'll hold the license on those toys so no other companies can produce uh, toys under that property. Um, And there may be like a couple of things that uh, go to different companies like kids costumes or apparel and things like that. But for the most part, the toy line all lives under the same company. And uh, this licensing trend sort of breaks that idea up a little bit and uh, brings more companies into the fold. And then, of course, and ends up producing different toy products that are uh, similar to each other. So when they're next to each other on the shelves, you probably... If you're not looking for it, don't know who's producing what. Okay. Uh, second. So what would you say are the pros and cons of that? Well, the pros are that everybody gets a little bit of the pie in that case. So instead of uh, with sure. something big like Star Wars, um, Marvel, uh, even uh, the example I gave before, like Fortnite, there's uh, multiple companies that are able to produce um, their own figures in their own style, I guess. And so you have more of a variety on the shelf. You have different um, detailings, different stylings, uh, which is great for collectors. Um, a con, though, is um, I, when it's going into retail, how do the retailers decide what gets what amount of space? And does it make the market for them too crowded? Is it uh, Are they choosing uh, this full line of figures over this one entirely? And so then is this company missing out on that shelf space? So if they're producing them and have no shelf space, then it's not really worth it. That makes sense. Okay. So what was another trend that we're starting to see as well? Uh, especially uh, at other, Toy Fair. Yeah, at Toy Fair, a big, big trend that we saw as a move for the whole toy industry to becoming uh, more sustainable, especially with their packaging. Mm. Um, a lot of kids' toys are in the form of collectible blind bags now. And so um, there was a lot of, um, I guess, backlash on the industry of all the waste that that sort of process creates. But it's what kids are seeing on YouTube and they want to unbox. So the com- uh, the whole industry is making an effort. Um, as individual companies to really uh, cut down on the waste for any toys that are that would provide that sort of thing, especially when it comes to plastic. Okay. Can you do you know offhand any particular ways some companies might be doing that or? Yeah. So um, one example is Hasbro's new packaging. They're doing they're going to start um doing different um and they're going to start getting rid of the plastic on their window boxes for their figures and stuff like that so they're kind of redesigning how they're looking at that which also you know makes it a different experience for collectors who are buying uh those figures as well right so um while it's very good for the environment it also leaves room for um i forget the exact term for it but you know figure swapping when people will take certain parts of an action figure out of a package and put it back into another one. Yeah. That's a big risk when it comes with that sort of thing. So it also, um, if you can't see the figure through like a window or anything, it makes it a little bit more difficult for collectors to choose the one they want. Um, Mm. If each one is painted or sculpted a little bit differently, you don't really get the chance to look at it on shelf. Okay. Um, So there's pros and cons to that as well. Interesting. Okay. So um, getting into Toy Fair itself, biggest mm-hmm. thing at Toy Fair, if we have to ask. The biggest, the biggest thing at Toy Fair was the child. Never heard of it. <laughs> For sure. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Never heard of it. Somebody's <laughs> child? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. We saw so many, so, so many examples of different um, iterations of the child. Everybody was doing something a little bit different with it. Um, you, of course, I'm sure you've seen out there on the internet the uh line of hasbro figures yes um, mm-hmm. from everything from their black series all the way up to an animatronic plush yes. um uh, the their figures are yes. actually featured on our toy fair issue of the pop insider as well in our print magazine which is very cool on our cover um and then mattel also has their their yoda figure as well that um they're talking yoda as well and um build a bear's also making a plush that kids can make themselves which is very fun we saw madeline's and yeah, we're jealous we're jealous <laughs> it's a very coveted yeah. item in the office <laughs> we're all a little i've never jealous. i've never i've never gone to build a bear but i might have to now you know, I think it's worth the trip now. That that um, that plush is real, real cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some of my favorite stuff is was uh, not even figures. Like um, there's a company called Buffalo Games that's based in, as you would guess, Buffalo, New York, and they have a um, they have really cool puzzles that are coming out this year for uh, those that like to puzzle. And they have a very fun game called Frog Frenzy, where you put a a uh, cardboard child in the middle of two players and you use launchers to flip frogs back and forth through his mouth and it is very very fun (laughs) Uh, it is designed for kids but i will say that i played it for a good 20 minutes with my co-editor there so uh, (laughs) it's approved by us (laughs) that's awesome i yeah i'm seeing this on their uh instagram page now this this is this is funny it looks yeah it's interesting it's it's very funny yeah and it's uh it's actually the company had a game called uh fish frenzy that was designed for I believe preschool level kids and uh it was the same concept except it had a big circle fish mouth that was much bigger than the child one and uh, we had a blast playing that one so then when they, we saw that they got the license and redid the game for for the child it was really awesome we were very very excited <laughs> i for some reason i see a lot of drinking games involved with the child <laughs> oh mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you could definitely have a good time with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you're saying your favorite is the uh, Frog Frenzy from uh, from Buffalo Games? Was there anything? Yeah. I guess that's not in the toy category um, of the child that you really liked. Um, yeah, I will say that I got a quick glimpse of, and not a too close of a look at uh, a a the child's costume from Ruby's costume company. And it looked like it was designed for a very little kid or even a baby. And then it was, Oh my gosh, the cuffs on the, on the cloak were the cutest things I've ever seen. Hmm. So I was a really, really big fan of that. Um, I also saw the cool Funko pop line, which is coming out, which is very cool. Okay. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. I gotta ask because my daughter asked me after we, I filled her in on Wednesday's conversation. I thought that was a good point because maybe this is something that would show at, at Toy Fair. Was there a company that makes strollers that made one look that looked like the pod? Oh, my gosh. There was not. She should pitch that idea somewhere. Martin <laughs> year old. She's a smart kid. Yeah, she'll make she'll make millions. That's so good. <laughs> 
Well, I am kind of surprised. They, 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 there doesn't seem, from what I've seen, there doesn't seem to be a lot of the pod in the various no. child um, merchandise. Yeah, there didn't, there didn't see, there didn't seem to be a lot. I didn't, uh, I didn't see very many. It seems like something that would come naturally to maybe an RC category or something like that. Oh yeah, that oh that would be fun. Yeah, maybe kind of droney, so it looks like it's hovering or yeah. levitating, but. Um, we didn't see anything like I better, you know, not give all my brilliant toy ideas out. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, it, we didn't really see much of the pod, just mostly of the child itself. Okay. Hmm. Um, I guess going next, let's, let's go ahead and stay in this galaxy. That's far, far away, but very, very <laughs> near. Uh, let's continue with Star Wars. What other cool things coming from Star Wars? Um, one of my favorite things I saw, and I don't know if Madeline mentions this to you on uh, the other show, but um, I really like Has- Hasbro's um, Empire Strikes Back anniversary figures. That they kind of have the similar oh, yeah. sculpt to the Kenner. I think that's a yeah. very cool thing. And I'm a big, big, big fan of like retro things. So I really like that throwback look and that like uh, I don't know that connection to the to the first fans you know i think that's a really cool thing that, that would be us dark she's talking to us <laughs> yeah but you know this, yeah yeah <laughs> this sets up your question that you asked madeline maybe maybe ali saw what question was that boba fett the rocket oh that was ken was that ken i thought that was you yeah no that oh, was ken oh <laughs> what did that okay our, our other co-host on wookie radio <laughs> The rocket is it a is it a rocket launching um, Boba Fett or is it just the rocket slides in and out? Oh, do you know what I didn't see? Okay. I'll look into it for you though, and I'll get back to you. I'll uh-huh. let you know. <laughs> um, moving on, I can't believe it's going to be thirty five years. Back to the Future. Oh, can you believe? No, I can't believe. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited about this. I love Back to the Future. Um, so we're seeing like a ton of stuff coming coming out for this. I think this is like a really good um, property for toys, you know, because you it's great for the collectors and for people who are big fans of the original trilogy. But it also plays so well for kids. And um, as new parents are introducing their kids to the Back to the Future movies, there's these whole toy lines coming out that bring it to a new generation. And I just really like that a lot. So what type mm-hmm. of stuff? are we going to see in the back um, of the future? So we're, we're going to see a whole bunch of different kinds of things. Um, Mattel's Hot Wheels ID line. I don't know if you guys are familiar at all with that or... Uh, um, I don't remember. What is it specifically? So, I might be. So, so it kind of uh, ties like um, augmented reality tech into Hot Wheels. So you can scan these oh, codes, right. track that from the cars, and like the car comes up on your um, on your device, and you can do all kinds of different things with it, and you can drive it from there, and, and, and you know, in the in the app. But it's the car that's coming from your actual set. So it's combining physical and di- digital play. Okay. And so they're going to do some very cool things with Back to the Future for that. That they're going to add a whole um, like DeLorean sort of oh. wheels ID program there, <laughs> which will be very cool. It'll kind of bring it to life for fans. Okay. Um, there's a couple. There's a couple of games coming out. Ravensburger has a dice through time game. <laughs> which is great for the whole family. And then um, Funko Games is actually coming out with a a new game for Back to the Future later in the year. They're expanding their whole game 
online, as a matter of fact, cool. um, at Funko this year. And the Back to the Future game is part of that. Okay. Now, are they just covering the movie or are they covering the animated series as well? You know, everything <laughs> I've seen so far is just the movie, but uh, but we'll find out, I guess. We'll have to wait and see. It, maybe if, <laughs> if, if it does well enough, maybe then they'll branch out into the animated. See, I thought I saw pictures somewhere where there were figures of the animated series. Oh, I haven't seen any yet. I've only seen just of the movie. Yeah. I will look for those pictures to see what I can find as we're talking. Um, yeah. Tell me if you found them on popinsider.com because then I need to do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go there first. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody snuck something by Allie. <laughs> um, favorite item from um, the Back to the Future line? Uh, I think my become, favorite is... This, this may become a, a common question for each topic. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, my my favorite Back to the Future one is the Playmobil line. I think that's really cool. I'm a big fan of Playmobil sets, and uh, they have the Back to the Future uh, figures in Playmobil form, and then they also have a DeLorean coming, so... Maybe that's what you saw, Mike. <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't know if last year you saw at all their Ghostbusters line, but it was very cool. Yeah, I do know. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I do know. Back, uh, with the Ghostbusters, they are bringing back some of the animated stuff for it in conjunction with yeah. the, the new film. Yeah. Um, as I'm still searching because I, I, I can swear I've seen this. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned Funko Games. Um, yes. That's kind of new name out there from. Funko? Yeah, for sure. So um, the the Funko Games' main product right now is their Funkoverse strategy games, which come in all different properties. You can get Funkoverse in Harry Potter, Golden Girls, any, pretty much anything that you can think of they're starting to make. And they're also starting to expand um, the Funkoverse strategy game line as well. But they're going to go even further into their Funko gaming brand, and they're going to start releasing games that, uh, well, the strategy games include the Funko Pop figures, like versions of your favorite characters, and that's what you play with. Um, but the new games aren't going to include Funko Pop, so they're branching out into just traditional gaming. Okay. Um, and they're going to get, oh, really? um, yeah, so they're going to go with Jaws and Back to the Future and other things like that um, in in games, in board games and card games. There's a Godzilla one coming. Um, I think I saw one that was uh, Pan Am themed Ooh. and different things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I think that'll be really fun and really different for them as a company. Now, I do remember seeing uh, when I was at Target yesterday, um, some of the strategy games. Yeah. And I thought I thought those were pretty cool. I'm like, well, hey, this is a new way of getting some new Funko collectibles that people normally would, you know, it's almost exclusive that you can't find elsewhere, especially yeah, if you're a completionist. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, it's also it's, a cool it's way to play. Yeah, they are smaller. They are a little bit smaller, but um, they are. I think it's like a fun way to play, like a new way to play that's not really out there. And then you also get these collectible figures and they display really cool. So it's, I, I really like the line a lot and they are expanding that. I think there's like a Jurassic Park one coming this year. So a lot a lot to look forward to, I think, from Funko Games. OK, uh, wait, found it. Told you I saw oh. it somewhere. <laughs> I will put the link in chat. Oh, let me take a look at it. Oh, this is very cool. Oh, yes, I did not see these. Oh, wow. 
well, I learned something here today. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's time to bring the, the animated series to Blu-ray as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that fans would really go crazy for yeah. that. I mean, that's always kind of, um, especially with like the anniversary and all the hype around it, that's always kind of how it goes, right? Like you, yeah. it's a Back to the Future is one of those things that has a really big and passionate fan base around it, but it's maybe not as wide as a Star Wars fan base or a Marvel fan base. So once the buzz gets going about it, it really like snowballs and it becomes a big resurgence for the brand. Well, I will say the last mm. the last two things I bought of Back to the Future was the it was still under the Cuso line from Lego, the Lego mm-hmm. Back to the Future DeLorean. Mm-hmm. And I did buy the USA Today that was on the same that was released on the same date as the one from the movie that they did on the anniversary of that date uh, yeah. a few years ago. I have I have cool. that I have that paper as well. The only thing That's I did cool. the only thing I didn't get from that time uh, from that year that was also done was uh, the Pepsi bottle. That Pepsi uh, did yes. to, mm-hmm. to, uh, that they released with the. Uh, cafe 80s mm-hmm. that's the only thing i missed you still may be able to find it somewhere yeah uh, apparently there's for an two unreal di- amount of money <laughs> there's, two, <laughs> there's two different versions there's um the one with the soda in it and one empty they, they had they sold just the bottles and then they sold an actual i'm like i would love to get both oh like yeah you gotta get both right so um well since we i guess the animated is coming from NECA. And I think some of the other stuff mm-hmm. you were talking Let's um, double checking my notes. Uh, yeah. NECA is not on our list, but let's go ahead and go to NECA. Sure. Um, uh, now, NECA is the same group that owns uh, Kid Robot and a couple other companies, correct? Yeah. And it's like the owner's mysterious, has no... No social media or uh, I, I visited Kid Robot in Boulder, Colorado in 2014. Um, and I was told, yeah, we just got bought by, by NECA. And it's so weird because the owner of the company who runs the company has no social media presence. It's pretty much off the grid. I'm like, mm-hmm. how does he do business with anyone? They're like, we don't know. But it's yeah, one of the top companies. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And they have a, they. I mean, NECA had a great line coming out of Toy Fair. Um, as well this year a lot of like a lot of things that I was like "Ooh, I want that for my desk uh, was part of their lineup Um, a couple of my favorite they have a very cool um, Toonie Tears assortment is what it's called okay and it um, that's they have that's their line that features like horror film characters and the ones that are coming yeah it's really cool Uh, the ones that are coming out this year include um, um, Beetlejuice who I am a personal huge fan of (laughs) Uh, so I was really really excited about that one but there's also some really cool ones in there from The Exorcist and Trick or Treat and Hatchet as well oh cool yeah that's a really cool lineup well with the site that I sent you that had the uh, the animated back to the future it's a series that i've started watching on pluto tv defenders of the earth mm-hmm. yes it, it's yeah, yeah yeah they're bringing characters back for that yeah and you can see i i think the photo on that site is yeah. of their the the eight inch figures seven inch figures yeah um, i was just looking at it and i closed it <laughs> let me open it back up again but they were i was when i when i opened it i was just like they look so good right neko always has like this really nice like scaled detailing to all of their figures that just make their line like, yeah. anytime you see it it's just like impressive to look at yeah yeah 
Mm-hmm. They've got really nice uh, shelf presence for collectors. And I do remember seeing uh, some of the um, DC prop replica pictures come out, especially since yeah. they touch on the 1989 Batman. Personally, oh. my favorite Batman. Yeah. They were, uh, <laughs> there were some cool Batman. I love the animated stuff, too. Yeah. The animated props. Yeah. Uh, Freeze's goggles are amazing. Yeah. Um, what is that? Joker's court gun? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, you can't go wrong. And I'm, oh, it's Harley's, Harley's gun. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's stuff from, from the animated film or from, from the 89 movie. No, the, the bat, batarang and the, mm-hmm. um, the grapple launcher um, and all that. It, it's its absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, the, the prop replicas are always some of like my favorite collectibles. I know that people are really big fans of the figures and stuff like that to collect, but I think it's always cool to have like a piece of uh, the, the the movie like right there on your shelf, you know, and it's, yeah. uh, the closer it yeah. is to what it looks like, the better. Oh, the Batman Beyond Batarang. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. To, ha- to have that with the 89 battering would be you almost do a wall of batterings <laughs> good you good it'd be a very impressive wall too right <laughs> yes it would um so i guess moving down our roadmap uh retro sure. um you're, you're yeah you're, you, you you hit us with retro is always big you said you're a huge fan of the retro. Yeah, I really like the retro stuff. It takes you, you know, back to a nostalgic time. A couple of years ago, Lisa Frank was really big, and I, that was my yep. childhood. My trapper keepers, my pencil cases yep. were all oh, <laughs> rainbow <yeah>. tigers and <laughs> all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so there's like, <laughs> I and it always, you know, like hits a like the, your heartstrings when you see something that you loved so much. Um, but now it's coming out in like new and innovative ways. And I think that's really cool. Um, a couple of my favorite stuff that I saw, things that I saw is that, um, are you guys familiar with the arcade one up line? Yes. Uh, Kylan. Oh, yeah. yep. See, this can be right up Kylan's line when we talk about it on Marvel. Uh, he actually has one or two arcade one up machines. Oh, does he have the Marvel one from last year? That one. I awesome. believe, I believe he does. <laughs> I would love to get the Star Wars one. I would love to get the Star Wars one as well. Really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, and we were at, I think it was at E3 last year when they unveiled the, um, the pinball machine. That one and, and the pinball yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very cool. I, I love their line. It's it's always like uh, we have a couple of them in our office, you know, that we unwind with. <laughs> it's a tough job. <laughs> oh, just to unwind. Yeah. It's research, you know. But um, they're sure. doing. A, they're doing a Frogger game this year, a Frogger cabinet, which is really oh, cool. And I sweet. thought, yeah. And they had at Toy Fair this year in the lobby, which um, doesn't help without a visual, but they had a huge version of the arcade cabinet that you had to uh, walk upstairs to stand on the a platform to play at the giant like controllers. It was really, really cool. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That, that's, so, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, and it was, like, yeah. right out in the lobby. So it was, like, right when you walked in the doors, it was very big and impressive. Um, so that was really fun. That, that sounds really cool. Um, I also put this under the retro category, but it feels a little weird for it to be there because uh, there are shows that I grew up with, and I don't like to admit that that's retro. 
<laughs> I know. Uh-oh. Well, you, but, you, you um, can't be you can't be older than us. <laughs> I can almost promise you that. But they had um, there was a big presence of um, the Office products at Toy at Toy Fair this year, and at um, Universal had a brand showcase right before to- Toy Fair as well. And they had like a huge um, office set set up at their at the event that people oh, could wow. take pictures of. Mm-hmm. And um, at Toy Fair itself, we saw, you know, Funko has a line of office characters and their pop vinyls. Right. Um, and oh, yeah. One of my editors actually saw a um, there was a company called Funky and they are doing replicas of the I don't know how big of the office fans you guys are, but uh, oh, I love the office. I love the, the British version. I wasn't too keen on the U.S. version. The U.S. version. Oh, um, I love the U.S. version. <laughs> Deep I do too. I've watched it so many times. And I always, you know, I always kind of skip I still watch it. Steve Carell leaves. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but in one of the yeah. episodes, he, he paints a, a picture of Jim and Pam. And there's a sunset in the background. And it's very juvenile. And uh, this company, Funky, yeah. is remaking replicas of this painting that fans can buy so you can have oh, wow. fun things like that as well um, awesome. and i think um for things like the office and um i was gonna talk a little bit about friends as well there's like a lot of new uh friends products that are like hitting the market in the past two years and i think that has a lot to do with streaming content honestly mm-hmm. um the resurgence of that kind of thing is coming from um i also when i'm not a uh, toy expert <laughs> i'm uh, I do uh, comedy in New York here and I was talking to um, somebody I do comedy with that was I think like maybe a whole decade younger than I was and um, he told me that he really liked watching all of those old time shows like The Office on Netflix uh, oh jeez <laughs> like, you wanted oh, to no. smack him right <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for him to also call me ma'am. You know, like I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but, young snapper. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, oh, that's not an old show. Oh, I guess it kind of is now. I know, but, right? uh, <laughs> no, it's not. That. It's like when I watch uh, sometimes Seinfeld on TV and I'll watch it and I'll be like, wow, they look really old. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is really old. <laughs> oh, it is really. Yeah. <laughs> you like forget because <laughs> it's just so like, uh, like ingrained just, in you. And <laughs> yeah, I, I used to watch that when it was on tv and that's just how it always will be to me yeah but i think like yeah i was gonna just say like i think the streaming content also like allows for like resurgence of product lines even when there's not new content coming out aren't those aren't both of those shows really um didn't they um become really popular again on the streaming yeah, the they did. Has, they were both. Yeah, yeah. I think Friends and, has too. Yeah, Friends did too when it um when it launched on Netflix. It was uh, New Year's Day a couple of years ago. I remember it well. <laughs> they uh, they <laughs> launched it on Netflix, but now that it's getting um with all the new streaming services that are coming out, I think both of them might be getting taken off of streaming services. Um, but yeah, I, um, I think, I think Friends was going to, to HBO Max or something. Yeah, I think so. And the yeah, office is going somewhere, too. They're getting moved. Um, I read an interesting yeah. a little bit of a diversion from Toy Fair, but I um, I read an interesting blog post on um, FYE's site about how they have all of these things on DVD and Blu-ray that they're still selling because people are kind of giving up on streaming services because there's too many to choose from yeah and oh, yeah. having them all gets expensive <laughs> yeah 
yeah. it was kind of like a um, a call to action to buy DVDs of your favorite show, TV shows instead. And both of those were on the list of full collections that they carry. So oh, that was interesting. See, that that was um, hmm. something my wife and I are talking about. We're talking about cutting, cutting our cable service completely because um, we did ditch our, um, our cable boxes. We have Roku, so we're using their streaming, keeping our service as it was which gives us almost everything on on the streaming app but it's still outrageous between internet and streaming yeah, well, how much we're paying it, it, there's so many different streaming, there's so many streaming sites coming out now that have their own thing like yeah it's just well it's not like when everything was on, on netflix almost half of our our cable bill is the internet because mm-hmm. we we mm-hmm. we have high stream internet i mean i have 100 megabit internet with my cable company which makes me laugh when People go, I see commercials on TV, and you too can have high high speed internet at 25 megabits. I'm like, yeah, I got four times that. <laughs> uh, talk to me in a few years when you've caught up. Um, but we're, we're looking at ditching the cable part and possibly going to YouTube TV and then maybe adding yeah. one or two other. But we're, we're sitting here looking going, okay, to get all the different things that we want, we might as well stick with cable because we're going to be almost right back up to, to the same pricing again. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there needs to, there, I know we're talking about toys, but there needs to be definitely some, some regulation there on pricing. It's getting insane. Yeah, I was, it's getting insane. I, I also like heard some, again, sorry about the sidetracking, but I, I heard some like, it's, it's kind do. of like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the example of like that cyclical nature, right? Like we go so far in the other direction that we just all end up back where we started. Right. So yeah. we went so far with streaming services that we're just going to end up back with regular cable and DVDs again. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, for one, can tell you that none of the devices in my home, uh, including my work computer, have any sort of <laughs> CD or DVD drive on them anymore. Like my <laughs> know, TV, right? everything is built in to like nothing is capable of that so i'm gonna have to make a big investment if we make it all the way back full circle i we have two blu-ray players in this house one for each one of the two tvs and they're both internet they're both internet i have internet on them but but we also got two roku boxes so everything goes through the roku box unless we want to watch a movie (laughs) Uh, but we still buy we still buy blu-rays and dvds as my daughter wanted frozen 2 and we picked that up yesterday can you believe i haven't seen frozen 2 yet i haven't either and i'm okay with that (laughs) i haven't seen frozen 1 so let it go i love frozen 1 Um, I, I went to y'all's site, um, and I'm looking at the Funko offerings, and I'm seeing the Mighty yeah. Duck Funkos. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I gotta have Bombay, and I gotta have Goldberg. I'm just looking I at know, these. I gotta the have Goldberg those Goldberg one is good. <laughs> Especially since he's now in jail with a meth habit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, just to remind you of simpler time. <laughs> some some of these are some of these Funko Pops is amazing. And they're now doing pins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where have I been? That's a, I've missed the pins. Yeah, they're so, doing pins. Well, I gotta ask, what are the what is this factory entertainment VHS collectibles? Oh yeah. yeah. So they're doing cool collectibles for um I believe it is Jaw 
Jaws and is it Back to the Future? I think it's Jaws and Back to the Future that um, the collectibles come inside VHS style packaging. So when oh, you open no it, instead of a tape, it's the it's got um, pins and keychains. I believe are the two different things that come inside of the VHS packaging. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, so they're really they're um, that's really fun too as well. There's also um, a game out there. I guess it's not new because it wasn't a Toy Fair this year, but it was definitely out last year. Um, it's called the Blockbuster game, and it looks like a the packaging looks like a Blockbuster rental VHS, uh, <laughs> like the box of it, which was really fun. I really liked that one a lot. It's like you know movie based trivia and stuff. It's very fun. Great. So uh, I gotta ask, since you mentioned Blockbuster, um, Bio World, mm-hmm. have you been to any of their Blockbuster pop ups they've had in New York? I want to say they've had I one or two. Not- yeah, I have not been. I've never been to one, so I can't speak to them. But I, it was on my wish list. I really wanted to go. I, I know the, the guy responsible for it. Oh, so, do you? Price Ogilvy? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, after show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, talk after. Maybe you can get me a hookup on the next time they do one. <laughs> um, so, uh, okay. Just trying to. So we talked about the streaming arcade one. Uh, Spawn. <laughs> Spawn. Spawn. Are you familiar with Spawn? I'm, yes. I'm taking it. And McFarlane Toys. Yeah. I heard of it. And, yeah. I, um, yeah. Todd McFarlane is great. I uh, yeah. I love every chance I get to talk to him or listen to him speak on a Comic-Con pa- panel. Last mm. New York Comic-Con, he stood up on a table and was giving <laughs> a 45-minute speech about going after your dreams and working hard, and it was very inspirational. Um, we, we may have to try so, and get him on the show, Derek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. He's a great conversation, too. He's very talkative and very animated. He's awesome. He's awesome. You should get him on. That's it. We got to get um, him on. It's the new channel. <laughs> We'll work um, on it. <laughs> but last year he got the Guinness World Record for um, Spawn. Three, I guess the award-winning one was 301 because it was the most issues of an independently published comic book. Um, and he got that at New York Comic Con. And so um, this year he is re-releasing all of his classic Spawn figures that he made to go along with the comics. Um, they're getting revamped a little bit, but he's launching them on Kickstarter. I think that's oh, a really I fun thing. Yeah. Interesting approach. Yeah. Mm. Um, I thought that was very interesting, too, but um, I don't think it will have any trouble getting any funding because the way that they do their figures are so they're so careful in their design and there's so much attention to detail. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to get some, yeah. of the, some of the new Batman figures they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Their stuff is just always so awesome and mm-hmm. like so impressive to see, you know, just to even look at no matter what size figure it is. It's always like really I remember they had a very cool um, Walking Dead figure a couple years back that was Negan. And it just uh, like the detail yeah. of oh, even yeah. like Bat was like awesome. It was very, very cool. See, for mm-hmm. me, the stuff I used to collect of of his was the uh the nhl figures yeah well they started mostly in sports figures right they were doing uh sports and spawn that was yeah. like their yeah was their like their that was their two big sports things and, that they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then then they started hitting uh other horror lines and then started doing their twisted fairy tales or twisted tales oh yeah, oh, yeah. About those, there was some stuff there. Like, really, you're doing that? Okay, this is cool. Um, and, and their whole dragons that they did, the dragon lines oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. 
for the longest time. Yeah. They're yeah. just always so impressive. And um, just because, you know, he takes a lot of care to like make sure that everything is, yeah. is very detailed and, you know, he's very involved in the company and especially with something like Spawn, you know, that's of his own mind. So I think that like those figures always oh, yeah. come out really, really like extra special. And so, I, I mean, Kickstarter, I was a little surprised to hear, but I think that it's like a really cool way to get like fans support and uh, the buzz going about it. So that'll be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think so. I, I think that is. Um, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um, a couple of cool Lord of the Rings things I saw at Toy Fair. Uh, Diamond Select Toys has um, uh, their first Lord of the Ring collectibles that they've ever had. And they're cool because they're regular figures that also include like their build a figure element in it. So it's got like a little added, um, I guess, activity to it. So it's not just a plain figure. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with the Noble Collection, that company, but they make this, they make a pretty big very impressive uh i think it's like a 400 dollars lord of the rings chess set oh wow around wow. for a couple of years yeah it's very cool i mean it looks just as good to stand and look at it that it does like to actually play um mm-hmm. but this year they're coming out with a um it's like, I think it's like a $45 version of the Lord of the Rings chess set, which is cool because the the pieces are, um, I mean, you know, they're not the same quality as a $400 set, but they, they are yeah. like very, very bolted and like detailed and, and cool. So it looks like you're, you know, you get that like collectible display element with the pieces, even, even though if you don't want to play with it. So um but I guess a $40 set is like a little bit more uh, playable than a $400 one, you know? Okay. I suppose so. <laughs> now, I, I got to ask, because I saw this story on the site and I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. These are li- yeah. these are life-size replica of the weapons? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Derek, so I think we too, these are, we too these could are have the power. As well. <laughs> you too can have the power. <laughs> so yeah, so they're 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 one to one scale prop replicas. So they're they're oh. really really cool. Um, they're also doing I think their Kuzo's line at Factory Entertainment, which is their tiny miniature collectibles, um, are also getting some fun Masters of the Universe editions as well. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, we met, we talked briefly about this over on uh, Wookie Radio with a couple of the artist series. Uh, it's a company I really enjoy, Coda Bayuka. Would love mm-hmm. to hear what they're offering besides just the Star Wars stuff. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm not aware outside of the Star Wars stuff. Okay. To be completely honest with you. So go listen to Wookie Radio to get the Star Wars offerings from Coda Bayuka. Yeah, they have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to let you down oh, no. on your favorite company. <laughs> What about Mego? Mego's been making a resurgence the last year, year and a half, um, mm-hmm. bringing back some of the original, uh, like Brady Bunch and all those dolls, and then a bunch of new ones. What are did they have a presence at the at the booth? Um, or I at didn't the, see. At the show? Uh, I didn't see a lot of them at Toy Fair. I'm not. I'm not sure if they were there themselves. I do very much remember the Brady Bunch figures that came out because I liked them a lot huge fan of Alice so um but I didn't I didn't see Miko at the at the fair at 
That's interesting. But there is a chance that I did, that they were there and I missed them. The it's eight football fields worth of toys at oh, that wow. fair. So wow. <laughs> I can, yeah. So, you know, there is a chance that I might have, that I might have missed them if they were. Hey, Derek, we got to figure out between the three shows, how we get a suite in New York to share and just go to the show. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, it's <laughs> so fun. It's so, so fun. Um, it's four days and it's not enough. I'll tell you. Just like Disney World. World. <laughs> I work there in four days isn't enough. That's why I work five. <laughs> Um, what about Mezco? They, they've they got a bunch of interesting stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They always have. I think Mezco also always has like very um, unique ways, I guess, of of different um, properties and representing them in different ways. I like their uh, their figures and like the way that they do like collectibles there because um, they always seem to be like an interesting take. Um they had a couple of big reveals at the show this year. There was a uh, Ghost Rider. Um, they had um, in their uh, one twelve yeah. collective figures. They had a ghost. I don't know. Oh. I would say I don't know if you saw it, but it was very cool. And yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, so I, I saw it on, on Pop Insider. You saw it on Pop. I love to hear that. That's the best news I've heard. Is that you saw it on Pop Insider? Um, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Ghost Rider fan, and that that mm-hmm. thing is that figure. It was beautiful. Oh, it was really cool, right? But here's the cool thing about Pop Insider. Mm. For everything we've talked about today, you can visit the popinsider.com and, and follow you guys on all social media at the Pop Insider. Yeah, we're all over the place. We're See, trying to do our best to get in there and cover everything. <laughs> Elizabeth's going to like me for throwing that one in, too. She is. She's going to give you a big <laughs> thumbs up on that. She's going to be very proud. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mezco also has a, this might be of a big interest to you, they have um, a 1966 Deluxe, uh, Batman Deluxe yes. set on the way. I saw oh, that. From, it from looks. From their five points collection. Oh, it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. I love that. That one, you know, I don't know if it's like a basic thing to say, but that one is like one of my favorite Batmobiles. Yes. I like, yeah. I like that Batmobile yeah. and I like the 89 Batmobile. Yeah. About the only positive thing I truly like about the Nolan series. I mean, there were some good mm-hmm. points to it, but visuals, mm-hmm. his Batmobile, the Tumblr, I thought was unique, yeah. but to me did not yeah. seem yeah. like a Batmobile that Batman would have. Oh, mm, interesting. Yeah. But I guess a modern Batman well, would have that. Have a bat on it. <laughs> no, it just, it, it just didn't <laughs> seem like a, a sporty vehicle, you know, like all oh, the yeah, other, right. Bat, so like all the other Batmobiles. Like, like chic and yeah and yeah yeah it was more of a tank yeah (laughs) sorry i'm old school i'm almost 50 come on which would actually that would actually make more sense to me for batman to have it makes sense yeah but i i'm still i don't know i'm still old school i i I like the you mean old (laughs) well that too i said i'm almost 50 (laughs) now what (laughs) this is me showing my age i guess or or maybe just being out of the loop what's gomez the Roach. Because I, I see Mezco is really pushing a, a Gomez thing this year. Um, I'm not as familiar with that. I think that's um, like their mascot or something like that. Is it? I think. Oh, really? 
I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a figure that is a Mezco exclusive. So I'm wondering if maybe that's. I could be wrong, but that's what I thought it was. No, it's cool if it is. I I just didn't know. I I see they're they they've got one with a gold head on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it looks like it is a. I am on a Gomez website right now, and it looks like it is a Mezco owned IP. Okay. So they it is their own in house brand. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, cool. But yeah, Gomez the with the golden head, two hundred dollars for that. Wow. wow. And I saw it's actually part of a uh, a bundle. A bundle, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a oh. a, pr- a pretty significant bundle. Hmm. Not so only like there's a tote and a couple of pins and patches and stuff too. Oh wow. Yeah, and the the one collectible figure comes two different head portraits, uh, a pair of fists, a pair of hosing, uh, posing hands, sword holding hands, pointing one pointing hand, one two finger pointing hand, a rifle holding hand, a rifle bracing hand, a gun holding hand, a middle finger hand, which I think is great, <laughs> and, and a grenade holding hand. Oh, um, more collectibles would come with the middle finger hand, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right? To me, if it works with the roach. Yeah. Um, mm. Trying to think, uh, what about Lego? Because uh, we have talked about lego yeah um actually at lego which i don't think it was like this every year but they always have a big big booth at um at toy fair um but at lego they had um they only had their spring stuff their spring line on display Mm. and usually they have a um much bigger like they'll show us some of like the fall stuff that hasn't come out yet um but just at at the booth they had um sort of their spring line so i think that there was like a couple of really really cool things there they had some um like collectible star wars minifigures there um and uh dc superhero ones there i saw as well um they had the um baby yoda minifigures on display i don't know if you saw them yeah yeah it's so tiny <laughs> it's so so unbelievably tiny that it's like overwhelming how small it is um <laughs> gives me a little bit of anxiety about losing it um but i think they're also doing yeah. a the child um brick heads i don't know if you know their brick heads yeah. line where you yeah, like yep. build up the whole i yeah, think they're I doing one of those in the child as well i saw um I, what else I thought they had stopped doing the brick heads so i was glad to see that yeah i think that line is really cool i really liked that a lot every time i every me time too, i saw yeah. new ones out. i think it's a really different look for them but like still fits into the same brand so i thought that was yeah. pretty cool see i would have lost that i like i, I would have lost the baby yoda into my pocket i'm not saying <laughs> <laughs> they had to Whoops. give it back just I because think, you know i think I bet they watched that a lot closer than anything else <laughs> yeah, in the booth. <laughs> very tiny baby Yoda. They, they should have just had they should, they should have just had a mass production made and going. Okay, we know you're gonna want one. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I know next month they're doing a, a thing at the stores, um, cause I got to sign my daughter up for it cause she's interested. Did, mm-hmm. did you get a chance to see anything about the Lego dots line? I did. So Lego dots is a, is a really, really new, um, concept for Lego. Yeah, I think everything drops um, Sunday. Yeah, they have. Um, so what they are is they're basically, um, bracelet or I think it comes in different. I think they're mostly bracelet bands, but I could be wrong about that. Um, but they have different, um, like buildable features to them. So like no matter what design you get, you can put the pieces together in different ways and make your bracelet look a different way. Um, and 
then you can also pull the pieces off and swap them with friends. So you could buy a specific themed bracelet, but then through like trading with your friends, you sort of make your own like friendship bracelet sort of thing through it as well. Yeah, I was looking because at the Lego store, at a Lego store, Lego Discovery Center, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 19th of March, they're doing a where you can build a face for your your dot bracelet. Yeah. So you can almost build like a watch face or decorate it however you want to go on your on your dot bracelet. And when I was looking, mm-hmm. I saw okay, well we've they've got the bracelets, but they also have a uh, jewelry holder. Yeah, they have a jewelry holder and a um animal uh, like uh, a pen holder. Yeah, and then there was an animal picture holder, almost like picture frames yeah. type stuff. Like like yeah, like they you can it you stick a picture in it and it like it stands. It's like a picture stand almost. Yeah. So I mean, some cool um, stuff. I I just I, I wasn't sure. Um so I I wanted to know my okay, my daughter's 10. Mm-hmm. She says she's interested. Do you think this is something mm-hmm. that's really going to catch her interest? When I saw it, I thought, oh, I would have loved this when I was a kid because it sort of has like that customizable um, Lego build in a way right. that's not exactly like a Lego. You know, it also like introduced a lot of the uh, dots are like these wedge shapes or like oh. full circles. It, like it sort of allows you to like build and customize in like a more creative way, I guess. Right. Um, so it makes it like a little more um craftier than just your typical lego construction set which i think is cool and and interesting and like that i think that really has the potential to um catch attention from kids you know it's just a little bit of a different way to play and plus it's got that like collectability tradeability factor in it and that's really uh trendy i like like how they're doing too for for four bucks you can buy extra pieces they have some translucents and charms and and then various colors yeah yeah and that a really good price point you get like the extras for so kids can even you know if they're getting the sets or whatever they can buy the extra pieces with their own allowance money or whatever so that they can build their collection in like a more personal way okay um so you say it'd be worth it i think it'll be worth it it'll be worth it they also threw like a press event for the lego dots um right before toy fair that our team went to and uh one of my editors who went said that it was a very fun event so even if she's not in love with lego dots i'm sure you'll have a good time at the at the lego store event (laughs) yeah i i just have to sign her up so um do you think with lego i mean we've seen it with the disney characters the blind packs and of course we've seen the the dc heroes do you think we'll ever see blind packs for minifig and a minifigs line for either Star Wars or Marvel? I think so. I'm, I imagine that it's a tough, uh, tough license, you know, to work with. And there's like a lot of approvals and stuff that have to go through it. But it's some of the biggest properties out there. I think it would be a miss for them to to overlook it. Oh, that I, don't, way. I don't I don't see how it could be any tougher than Harry Potter. Is J.K. Rowling? That is true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when Lucas was in charge, he, he still kept a tight ship with merch. But yeah, oh, my Lord. I, I've heard the horror <laughs> stories about 
J.K. Rowling um, because one, we on, we almost had the theme park rights for Harry Potter before it went to Universal, and I know some mm-hmm. of the I know some of the backgrounds of what went down, you know, what she was wanting, and I'm like, yeah, you're crazy, lady. <laughs> Um, I still think that way. Um, So, I mean, if they could do it with Harry Potter with the blind packs, I don't see why they couldn't. You have to imagine. Yeah. And it would be really cool, too, because with uh, both of those universes, uh, like the Star Wars one and the general Disney one, have just these, like, characters that you would never, like, see a full building set for, but, like, would be cool to add to your collection and add into your other stuff that you already have. And, like, these, like, smaller characters and like you know to to have that like sort of like blind pack experience yeah. of being able to flex those like very like niche characters i think would just be a really cool i think it would be a big miss for them to not ever do disney or marvel so yeah i mean with with marvel there's definitely a lot of characters that they could touch on that have never been in sets that i would love to see with characters mm-hmm. oh, oh all the different smaller characters they could get into oh That'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I will. I, I think they should do that. Um, mm. Choose characters that aren't that haven't been released in a set. Go that route with it. Yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think same thing with Star Wars. Let's get characters that you don't see right. in sets. Yeah, definitely. It just like helps. I mean, on on a collector level, it helps just like expand the world, you know, and it would it's there's mm-hmm. just uh, there's so many characters that it would just I, I'm thinking from like a manufacturer perspective, people would keep buying them over and over again to get, oh, yeah. you know, the ones that you want. And it would just be I would I think they would be that in in those Disney Disney owned licenses that they, they would just be like wildly successful. Yeah. It's a gold mine. It is. Um, anyone else that we haven't touched on? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, um, I think you'll be talking to somebody else from our team really about a lot of Marvel focused stuff as well. So, uh, listen for that episode, but, um, yeah. Well, let's hit the other side. What, What about, uh, offerings of DC or, um, Dark Horse or any of the other properties tied in. Well, we know Valiant's got Bloodshot and mm-hmm. Ninjak and all that coming out. Any, any anything yeah. anything supporting those properties? Um, not that I not that I saw. I did see uh, a lot of. Uh, we're talking DC. I saw uh, some well, really cool Wonder Woman stuff coming out. Uh, for the new movie oh, for that. Cool. Okay. Um, um, Mattel had a, um, they do some pretty nice um, action dolls is what they call them. So as opposed to fashion dolls, these dolls move and they can be posed and they can, uh, you oh, know, yeah. they got a little bit more pizzazz to them. Um, but the Wonder <laughs> Woman one was very cool uh, that are coming for the new movie. They've got like the all gold suit, which is really awesome. Um, they had a mm. doll there that really really looked a lot like Chris and Wig oh, wow. <laughs> like really oh, wow. really really cast I was standing and looking at it from across the showroom and I was like oh that looks like Chris and Wig so I was pretty impressed by that as well um, <laughs> there was a couple of other uh, McFarlane has some Wonder Woman stuff coming out and so does Funko um, I think I think that the Funko one is like a Wonder Woman in is it Batgirl or Catwoman but there's another uh, DC lady involved in that and I don't think it was 
tied into the movie, but it's a uh, helpful marketing timing, I would say. <laughs> may have been, might have been, might have been Cheetah, since that's the villain in the movie. Oh, um, no, because it wasn't movie related. It wasn't tied into okay. the movie, so I think that it was, uh, it was just like a different, different pairing. But, um, but yeah, that's that's exciting for me. I I was a big fan of the. I can truthfully say I wasn't. I'm not a huge fan of most of the DC movies, but I did really like Wonder Woman a lot. So I'm excited for the new one. You're you're in good company. I think yeah. we said we liked we liked Wonder Woman. Um, I know for me, I was worried because Wonder Woman is one of my daughter's favorite DC heroes. Yeah, and I was afraid that they were gonna mess it up. Thankfully for her, because we did see it in the theaters with her. Mm-hmm. It was actually her first superhero film, the theaters. Oh yeah. Um, it she was happy, and she was she didn't feel they ruined it. Uh, so I was happy, and her only yeah. exposure to Wonder Woman beforehand was uh the Linda Carter TV show. Show, which I have on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to the DVD stuff. So, um, so yeah, I think um, I'm hoping they do well with it. Yeah, um, me too. Aquaman was pretty. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think it, yeah, but, but the storyline that fell flat. Um, yeah, just, I, mm-hmm. I think you and I talked about it, Derek Shazam. I liked that was yeah, I liked that Shazam was well was good, done. Yeah. That was well done. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Favorite? I didn't give like Aquaman a fair chance, you know, because I watched it on a plane. So that's like really not a good yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Judge of movie. I gotta give it a rewatch. I watch it on iPad. But if it's only pretty, then I don't have to rewatch. <laughs> I thought it fell flat. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen uh, the Birds of Prey one yet. I have not seen that either. Me either. The the mislabeled Birds of Prey. Yeah. yeah, the mislabeled Birds of Prey movie. I've not yet seen. <laughs> um. Favorite favorite takeaway, uh, favorite items overall from uh, Toy Fair? Maybe your top five. Yeah, um, I will say I was a really big fan of, I really, really like the, um, I, I really like the child stuff, you know, I know it's a, it's a very trendy topic this year, but I thought a lot of it was cool the way that people were able to do different things. But one of my favorite from that, I'll give, I'll give you one favorite from that is the Hasbro Bounty Collection. I really like those figures a lot and they just show him in different ways, like wrapped in a blankie or drinking soup or, oh, oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking those, about. Those yeah. come so, those so, comes as two packs, right? Yeah, they're like the little yeah, the they're like the, I think they're like two inch figures or something like that, um, on scale and yeah. they're they're just really they're kind of like um cartoony looking and they're just yeah. generally the only word I can use to describe them is adorable. Like they are all very adorable. <laughs> I know. That's what <laughs> I said when I saw too. I was like, Oh, they're so cute. My daughter wants yeah. the, my daughter wants the one eating the frog. Yeah. And, oh, I've, yeah. Already, and I've already said well whichever other one comes with it she doesn't want it i'll be happy to take it you you're take it off her hand yeah they're yeah. all good i love them. yeah um, i'm gonna i'm good to uh i'm gonna admit something now that i mm-hmm. might not normally admit but it doesn't matter what it is whenever i see the baby yoda or the the child excuse me I even have them on my phone. I put them on my on the background of my phone. Every time I and I'll but then I have Darth Vader on the back. So but every time I see something with the child on it, I'm always like, Oh, he's so cute. I just saw he's so cute. How did they do that? It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. The first time I saw him when I when I was watching The Mandalorian, I just like 
I, just, I think I must have melted right there. It's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's already it's, been, uh, it's, it's astonishing every time. Go ahead. Well, it's already been established on in this household. My daughter is getting the Baby Yoda Lounge Fly Mini Pack and the and the Build a Bear and the Build a Bear. Yeah, the Lounge Those Fly are, Mini Pack is yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, really so cool. Mike, have you have you asked her yet um, to choose between? Baby Yoda and the Porg? No, because I know the response is going to be they're the same. <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't even gotten up the nerve to ask her what happens if she, in second season the child they go to Octu and the child picks up a Porg and eats it. I was just going to say that. I bet, I bet that would happen. Oh, no, because that's what would happen, right? <laughs> And I know what would happen. The porg would be considered a traitor. <laughs> or, not the porg. The child would be considered a traitor. Yeah, betrayed. Betrayed by Baby Yoda, huh? Yeah, because she really loves oh, porgs. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when we were talking to Madeline on Wiki Radio, she showed us the the uh, the Baby Yoda Build-A-Bear. Again, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, the child. Oh yeah, so sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? Oh yeah. So, uh, what would what would you what was um what would you say would be the best thing that you the best bit of swag you got from Toy Fair? Oh, that's a good. I'm actually um this isn't helpful because we're on a podcast and nobody would be able to see it, but I'm actually wearing Toy Fair swag right now. It's a WWE sponsored T-shirt <laughs> that uh, I got. At a, oh. um, every year, the Women in Toys um, organization throws an award show and it was part of that swag that came with that um nice so i do love a, a comfy swag moment you know uh but i would say takeaway wise um oh what was my favorite oh that's really tough for me they always have such good stuff um it's not um, geeky or licensed, but I will tell you what my favorite swag was. It was, um, do you guys, are you familiar with squish, like squishy toys? Yep. Like plush toys, but and then they slow rise back to their yep. original form. Yep. There's a company that makes it called Kelly Toys and they have squishables and they have some of the best squishy plush out there. And we, and I got a sample of it and it, uh, it lives at my office and it's basically my, um, like my emotional support pet at my desk. <laughs> Just give it a big old squeeze whenever I'm. I'll, I'll tell you the only thing that could make it better is if it was a version of the child that was squeezy. You know, I could just give a hug <laughs> and feel comforted by. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess, in your opinion, least favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um. In my own personal opinion, my least favorite thing at Toy Fair was. Um, this is always a trend with kids is um poop toys there's always poop toys and i just it's too gross for me and like no matter what it is you know it could be you know i would even say i would even say they could make a pooping the child toy and it would be too much for me (laughs) i'm not a big fan fan of that trend i say more squeezable plush and less and less poop toys okay i can agree with that (laughs) just not it's not my yeah, mm. yeah, that um, is a weird thing. And yet, I bought my daughter a. And think of a couple of other. Oh, oh, different. That's different, though. The whoopee cushion is a classic. True. <laughs> In my professional that, opinion, that's more farting than poop. Yeah, that's more fart than poop. I think. See, that's why I say I have an app for that, which I do. <laughs> I fart. It's a wonderful um, app. A couple of things. 
that I mean I didn't I didn't personally receive them but I did see them that were cool that I saw is um Super 7 is making an Infinity Gauntlet oven mitt and I think that's <laughs> oh. yeah that's I, awesome. I like that like the, the creative way to like make bring in like a license like that and I think that's a really fun fun way that um, is fantastic that's awesome I don't know if you guys are familiar with My Hero Academia but um, a little bit they have a, a it's a like little, it's yeah. very very popular anime and they have a crossover with Sanrio for a Hello Kitty so it's oh. Hello Kitty and her friends dressed up as the My Hero <laughs> characters which is that I that's one of my favorite things it's just so adorable it's one of my favorite things I saw <laughs> um, and those are from Funko I, be- I believe they're vinyl pops from Funko huh. wow. so that's a couple of other nice. fun things to look forward to this year um you got anything else Derek um no I, I think we i think we covered a, a good amount of stuff yeah yeah <laughs> where can people find you online they can find us at thepopinsider.com or on any social media site at the pop insider okay um also to check out the website because it's a great source for uh whatever fandom you're into uh they've got it all yeah. which unfortunately i was not it, i try and incorporate one or two articles from the pop insider on our show on any of the mm-hmm. shows there was nothing for marvel new that we hadn't already covered for mighty marvel geeks yesterday oh no because <laughs> we already oh, covered well. the villainous story uh, which was the newest all right i'll get them i'll get them on i'll get <laughs> I'll get the team on the on the new news for you for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, Breaking Marvel news. <laughs> well, thank thank you for joining us. Uh, we well, thank you so much for having me. We definitely have had a blast, and I know we had oh, yeah. a blast with Madeline last a uh, couple days ago on this week's episode of Wookie Radio. So, oh, I'm so glad to hear this. This is so fun. Um, so if you got time to stick around, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up by going. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Whoa, I can see your skin cells. 